Hey, what up? And welcome to the Water With Lemon podcast. This is Emma Cook, your host, and I am a fellow 20-something creating this podcast for you, my 20-something friends, or 20-somethings at heart. My hope and prayer is that you walk away from each episode feeling encouraged, challenged, and refreshed in your walk with the Lord. I invite some legit older, wiser women on to help us along this journey and remind us that we will indeed survive. I am pumped that you're here. Okay, this is so crazy. Hey ladies, new year, new me, of course. And wow, seriously, this is so weird to be behind the mic and not be waiting for somebody to chat with. So if you didn't already know, uh, this is just me, Emma your host, and I'm taking over for the next couple of weeks without help from older, wiser women, which I usually have on. I asked God and I asked you guys, and so for the next few weeks, it'll just be me, your fellow 20-something, chatting with you about some things God has laid on my heart. This is both scary and exciting, so hang on tight, ladies. It might be a bumpy ride. Be patient with me, so let's get on with it. Okay, so for a hot minute, I debated on what these next few weeks could look like. I bounced lots of ideas around uh, in the shower, mostly, because that's where I get my best ideas. Uh, including the idea for this podcast. And so I thought about running through a book of the Bible with y'all, and I would love to do that eventually at some point. So if you have any ideas on what you'd like to hear, let me know. But I finally landed on just meeting you guys right where you're at. Uh, This is a fun season of life, and what a better way to start off 2020 than thinking about how God grew us in 2019 and then starting to set some new goals and ask God what he might have in store for us in this new year. So here we are. It's 2020. Where are you at? What's going on in your head and heart? I'm sure a lot of you have spent some time just kind of going over 2019 and uh, starting to reflect. And some of you maybe do like word of the year type stuff. Uh, I know I've started to do some of my reflecting and it's, uh, I usually do a lot of it right before New Year's. So coming into the new year, I've already kind of reflected on 29 or the year before uh, and can kind of go into the new year already, you know, reflecting on what God has done. But this year I had a little bit of a late start to that. I was uh, sick for two weeks, the two weeks of Christmas and New Year's. And so uh, I'm thankful to be able to hop back on and not sound like I've smoked 5,000 packs of cigarettes because that's what I sounded like for two weeks and it was not good. So (laughs) I'm glad I can sound normal for you guys today. Uh, But anyways, we are going to dive in today to what God says about new beginnings, because what a better way to start off the new year than talking about new beginnings. And so let's just talk first off about the beginning. I mean, literally Genesis 1-1, when God created the heavens and the earth. He created it all and he said it was good. You are his good and beautiful creation, my friends. But it didn't take us long to screw it all up. Uh, And in Genesis 3, we see the fall. 
Not the season of the fall, but the fall, like the literal fall of our planet. Adam and Eve were deceived by the enemy and sin entered the world. And this was the beginning. But over and over again in the Bible, God gives us this idea of newness. So let's talk about newness. When God came to start making all things right again, he sent Jesus to come and create a new covenant. Literally the New Testament. He invites us to a new life in him. Romans 6, 4 says, we were therefore, we're, we were buried therefore by him in baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. Now, if I'm thinking about this word new, trying to wrap my brain around what it might mean to walk in newness of life, I think about the fact when something is new, you've obviously never experienced it before or never have owned that thing that is new, like the new shoes I just bought at Nordstrom Rack. Thank you, Nordstrom Rack. The dictionary definition for new is already existing, but seen, experienced, or acquired recently, or now for the first time. And I love that. It's like God has existed for all of time, yet he becomes new to us when we experience him for the first time. So I want you to think back to the first time you remember experiencing God's presence. And for me, as a little kid, I remember feeling God or just wanting Him to show up in my life from very early ages. But I asked Him to come live in me when I was in the third grade. I was having a pretty tough year that year. And I can just remember laying flat on my back on my living room floor, sprawled out. I was full of fear uh, and knowing that I needed God to take that fear away from me. So I cried out and asked him to come live in me forever because I knew that I needed him even from my young age. And I love to hear just so many different stories of when God revealed himself to people in the most unlikely places or the most unexpected times. And when he did, it was new and we were never the same again. Second Corinthians five seventeen says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone and the new is here. So when we come to know and follow him, he calls us up and out of our former ways and into new life in him. And in Colossians 3, 9 through 11, it says, Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Here there is no Gentile, Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. So we put on our new self and it sounds kind of like a piece of clothing to me, but guess what? You know, you have to put on new clues, new clues, new clothes every day, right? I mean, maybe you don't, I don't 
I mean, I don't want to judge you and how you live your life. Maybe you don't put on new clothes every day, but maybe that could be your new New Year's resolution is to wear clean clothes. Uh, but think about it this way. Every day you have to put on that new self. In Jesus, he's made you new, right? From that moment of salvation, he has made you new. But it might take that everyday reminder of hey, I have to remember my identity in Christ. I have to put that on, just like you put on your clothes as a reminder to the fact that our old self has passed. And now, and you gave that closet, whatever that past life, those your past self, you gave that to goodwill, okay? And so now you're walking in newness of life. You've got those new Nordstrom rack shoes on, my dear, okay? So we take that old closet to goodwill, and now we're walking in newness, Nordstrom Rack. I know that was a lot. I I just really love Nordstrom Rack. Hashtag sponsor me. Anyway, so this is the time of year when everything feels new, right? Like maybe you're super motivated to do certain things and get excited at the opportunity to make some changes. Honestly, sometimes I get a little bit annoyed at New Year's resolutions and how much everyone is so motivated at the beginning of the year. I'm seeing into the future, knowing it's only a matter of time before we stop whatever it was set out that we set out to do. And I don't want to have such a bad attitude about it. But at the same time, it's really hard for me to be like, I want to set all of these goals knowing that they're not going to happen. So how about we set some goals that we can actually work towards? Um, and, and why in general do we do this? Why do we set new goals and try to come up with some, um, future version of ourselves, right? I think sometimes we put hope in what could be the future version of ourselves that's never promised to us. Now, don't get me wrong. There's, Nothing wrong with goal setting and seeking to improve areas of our life. But if it's something we are desiring more than we're desiring God and becoming more like Him, I think that's when it can sometimes become dangerous. So I want to encourage you to take up your resolutions with God. Uh, Talk to Him about the things in your life that you're wanting to improve or the goals you'd like to set and ask him if there's any part of those goals that is outside of what he has planned for you. For instance, maybe you want to start working out again or continue to work out. What is the root desire of that? Is it in the fact that you are insecure about your body and believe working out is going to solve the insecurity you feel? Instead, maybe with that goal, you might ask God to realign your heart and remind you that you're beautiful and created in His image. So while you set out to work more, which is a work out more, which is a great goal, your motivation could be to get healthier and not to satisfy an emptiness in you. You following me? So one resource that I have loved using for the past few years is the Dream Guide, and it was created by Jenny Allen. You can go get it on her website, and it's completely free. 
It goes through different areas of your life, like spiritual, work, relational, and it just kind of allows you to reflect on the year before to kind of see how did you grow in 2019, but then how do you want to grow in 2020? What goals do you have for 2020 in each of those areas? And it's just really set up in a way that allows you to invite Jesus into those spaces and help you map out what you would like to grow in. And it has been such a great way for me to reflect personally. I usually get out all of my journals from the year, uh, look through pictures on my phone from the year. Uh, It's a great time of reflection. So I highly encourage you to check it out if you're looking for some way, some like real actual material to kind of help you Uh, get started with reflecting on the past year, seeing what God did, and then kind of looking ahead to 2020 and maybe setting out some areas that you want to grow. So uh, before we go, I have a few things for you. First, I have some questions for you to reflect on. You can write them down, play them back, whatever you want to do, but I really encourage you to just kind of go through these and reflect And what a better time than right now in this new year to stop and reflect, to listen to what God might have to say. So the first one is, can you identify a moment when you experience God for the first time? Or maybe this is in a new way you had never experienced Him before. And I'd love for you to journal about that. Or maybe you can't recall a time and you might ask God to reveal Himself to you that there might be that moment with Him that you just really truly see Him and know Him for the first time. Second, what are some old clothes you still have on? Maybe things from the past that have no hold here in Christ. And I want you to commit to daily reminding yourself to put on your new clothes, your new self, and leave that stuff behind. And the last one, uh, lay out your goals for the year before God and find scripture for each of those goals um, to be able to align your goals with what His Word says. See if there's any insecurity behind those goals and lay them before God. If you want to go back uh, to these questions, you can find them in the show notes for you to look back on later. I am so thankful that you guys tuned in today. It is definitely weird to do this without somebody else, but I'm so grateful for each of you and your support in this journey. So will you share this with a friend who you think might enjoy the podcast? Also, don't forget about our merch as well. Get your sweatshirts while they last and while it's still chilly out. You can actually get them for 20% off with the code NEWYEAR. Uh, it is the perfect Lazy Day sweatshirt. So many of my friends are obsessed with them, including myself and my mom. And (laughs) I also have stickers with our logo for you to enjoy. Next week, we'll be back with another episode. Just me, all January long. I'm excited. See you back next week and stay fresh, my people.